from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hello, Piet. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing okay, Jordan. It's freezing out. Yes. My hands are blistered. <laughs> Even though we're still in the middle of November, winter has arrived. So we're doing our annual winter concert preview on Tapped In. Piet and I always like to look ahead, you know, at a time when everyone's starting to kind of like hibernate. Yeah. There's some really great concerts, especially here in the holiday season in the city of Milwaukee. Yeah, there's a few. It definitely winds down, but there's stuff that we need to give a shout out to Absolutely. and you should make your plans. Let's start with uh, R&B cadets. They're playing right after Thanksgiving. Right, right after Thanksgiving, Friday and Saturday night, the 29th and 30th at Shank Hall. The legendary Milwaukee group has got a two-night stay at Shank Hall. I mean, I couldn't think of a better way to kind of warm up after a long night of eating turkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, they've been doing this now for the last couple of years. They don't play out that often anymore. Right. When they play together, it's so fun, though, because, I mean, that was a band that was just so great, and then they kind of ended prematurely, unfortunately. Yep. Now they're together just to have fun. There's yes. none of this kind of ambitions about label stuff. They're just having fun, and they're playing really good, fun songs. So it's great that this Shank Hall tradition is continuing. Well, the next week in early December, two great shows on the 4th uh, at Cactus Club, Serengeti, back in Milwaukee. I cannot remember the last time Serengeti played a show here in the city of Milwaukee. That's going to be at Cactus Club. And at the same night, Eagles hosting Brock Hampton. Hey, everybody ask me how damn I'm out of pressure, man. Look, man, I got the answer to question. If I did, you'd probably never hear from me again. That's the promise not threatening. Ain't no half-stepping. Can't let a cop my face. I'm set. Yeah, Brock Hampton's a really interesting group, like a totally different kind of hip-hop sound. They're in their own, own sort of lane, but still. Mm-hmm incredibly popular really fun live show um i'll be reviewing that one for the journal sentinel so you can check back for my review there's this act two opening for them called 100 gex yeah which is really uh different i guess different's the best way to describe it because it's a totally mind-boggling approach to pop and this will be one of their first shows ever so i'm really curious to see what that's going to mm-hmm. be playing out like our radio neighbors at 1021 do their annual snow show, and they've got quite a diverse lineup this year. Uh, Cage the Elephant is going to be on the 10th, but looking ahead to December 15th on Sunday night, this lineup is, uh, I think, one of the coolest lineups I've seen in a long time. Yeah, you've got Purvis, you've also got Mr. Wise and Shade, which is that group behind uh, Trampoline, which is a, a bigger hit this year. They're all playing at that uh, that second night on the 15th at the, the Rave. Uh, what's cool about this, too, is that we've seen, uh, you know, there's been a lot more talk about, in light of the Me Too movement, about the gender disparity in the music world. And we've seen in the country world, for instance, like Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood, Maren Morris, are all touring with female artists as their opening acts. It is very cool that FMO 1021 has put together this all-female alternative rock lineup, considering that uh, alternative rock and rock period is just vastly male-dominated. Absolutely. So to have this night kind of celebrating women in the, in the scene mm-hmm. is really cool. So Fred Armisen, beloved comedian and actor, usually an artist I would expect to see maybe doing something at the Riverside Theater or maybe a larger room. He's going to be at Turner Hall Ballroom Wednesday, December 11th for a night called Comedy for Musicians, but everyone is welcome. Yeah, so what he'll be doing, it is going to be a musical night. Um, So he's going to be kind of taking on the persona of various... Uh, you know, spoof uh, bands that he's done uh, through a variety of projects. For instance, uh, the Blue Jean Committee, his right. 70s yacht rock group. You might remember from Documentary Now. Yes, you've got uh, <laughs> uh, the Fingerlings, the, the synth pop group from the 80s, <laughs> uh, Crisis of Conformity. They're the hard punk, uh, hardcore punk group. Uh, you've got Joshua Rainhorn, who's a piano pop artist, and uh, this Brazilian bossa nova group. Oh, uh, my God. Paulino <laughs> Ibitrix. Trees. Um, so yeah, so Fred Armisen's going to be doing something very kind of different. It doesn't play out very often no. here, and it sounds like a really cool program. 
And then, of course, uh, a bigger, more loud version of uh, entertainment that you'll see uh, on the 14th. Uh, Dead Mouse is back. He's got the helmet back on, and he's yep. going to be playing at the Wisconsin Center on December 14th. Yeah, Wisconsin Center doesn't have a lot of shows, and Dead Mouse doesn't play around here all that often. True. But Dead Mouse is definitely a major influential figure in EDM. Mm-hmm. Also interesting figure, too, because he uh, tries to kind of zigzag away from kind of the, the – yeah. you know, the the cliches of EDM as well. So he'll still have kind of the big spectacle, but um, I think we can expect some kind of unexpected twists and turns mm. from that set too. He'll also have a live vocalist, which will be good. I think this will be a lot, lot better than the Chainsmokers show. Wow. <laughs> which, isn't, which, which isn't a high bar because the right. Chainsmokers show is terrible. All right, well, <laughs> but, you heard but, it here yeah. first, folks. I'm assuming you have an article about the Chainsmokers uh, review somewhere up yes, now. Yes, uh, okay. they were here at Pfizer Forum this week. Uh, you can see it at jsonline.com. Well, we continue next looking at the months of January and February as the weather gets even colder. We've got some hot shows to talk about next on Tapped In. Stay tuned. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. to be the first artist we talk about in our winter concert preview here. I'm Jordan Lee from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, and of course with me, as always, is Piet Levy from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Piet, we have covered a lot of Abby's work between the two of our organizations over the last few years, and without a doubt, I mean, she has arrived. Abby's doing some of her best work right now, and she comes back home on January 11th, the headline Turner Hall Ballroom. Yeah, she headlined Turner last year around this time as well when she released a Music Box Dancer which is definitely one of the best albums in Milwaukee uh, for 2019. Easily. Yeah, totally. So and she's got a great voice. She's uh, She lives in New York now, basically. She comes in here and there for kind of shows and opportunities and stuff. Um, so she still definitely has roots still very much tied here. But seeing her is not as common of an occurrence. Correct. So it's cool that, you know, this will be a chance to see her because you probably won't get a chance to see her, like, you know, a week later or whatever it was, like you used to do. Um, so glad that she's going to be coming back and, um, showing off, you know, why she's so special. Mm-hmm. The Sarah Tones, an artist who we discovered earlier this year, uh, we've been just blown away by this Louisiana outfit. They're going to be coming to Milwaukee with Black Pumas Friday, January 17th. This is going to be a Paps Theater show. The Black Pumas have returned to Milwaukee every year, sometimes twice a year since they first formed the group. Um, if you're not familiar with Black Pumas, this is a cool project from Adrian Casada. He's pretty well known for his group Brownout and his work with um, uh, so many other groups like Grupo Fantasma. Um, uh, the, he's just like, he's, he's, he's kind of like the like like the, the Texas Dan Auerbach. Under the rain, songs Just in black. 
he's just he's a great producer, great songwriter, great guitarist, and he is bringing Black Pumas back to Milwaukee at the Pabst Theater January 17th. Yeah, and they um, this is a group that's kind of, I think they released, a, was it a debut album? Correct. or yeah, It was like, an EP, I think. Or maybe, right yeah. Yeah, so last year, and they've really been kind of steadily picking up kind of mm-hmm. buzz and steam from that. You know, they released that kind of, I think, right after their Starfest yeah. show last year. And they do stuff with Milwaukee native Ryan Madison and the yep. Ten Adams group. Uh, and it's just been really interesting to hear Ryan's story about Discovery here. Um, th- this this is a project that kind of came to be basically with Adrian willing it to be so. The lead singer, Eric, uh, was busking on the streets of Austin. He was homeless at the time. Mm. And Adrian said, this is something special. He said, wow. come on in the studio. Let's cut some records history was made. That's awesome. That's awesome. If only that could happen everywhere, but it's if you're going to be busking and homeless, Austin is a good place to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm glad it worked out for him. But here's another show that has a Milwaukee tie. Eric Benet. Yeah. Uh, going to be coming uh, to town January 17th, playing at the Northern Lights Theater at Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. Eric, uh, you know, has he, he's had an interesting route, of course, you know, infamously kind of was shelved by the label uh, many, many, many years ago and, and had a project that just wasn't going to see the light of day. I know his uh, Milwaukee home base manager, Kevin, was very, very aggressive about making sure that that record found its time and its space. And of course, Eric now kind of a Milwaukee living legend here in the music scene. Yeah, I mean, he has like four Grammy nominations to his name. Definitely a really strong body of work. He was inducted into the Wisconsin Area Music yes. Industry Hall of Fame, uh, I think, two years ago. Um, but he doesn't play around here that often. Right. So it, it's, it's great that he's coming back. And, you know, uh, the Norlights Theater, uh, you know, people may not go to that venue all that often. You know, it, it kind of plays to certain clientele here sure. and there. Um, maybe an older crowd sometimes. Um, it's a really wonderful place to see a show. It is. I mean, it, it's... You know, the, the sound in there is really good. It's very intimate. Um, yeah, it's a really special kind of gem that's overlooked in the city. So a good place to see him. If you're a Death Cat for Cutie fan, Benjamin Gibbard is back in Milwaukee, January 23rd. He's at the Paps Theater. This would be a night of, I mean, what do you expect Ben will do on a show like this? Well, what's cool is that he's doing, you know, this is going to be kind of a solo show. Yeah, it's yeah. not not the Death Cab. And he did this a couple of years ago, too, mm-hmm. I think also at the Paps Theater. It's a chance to see him in a more intimate setting. Uh, it's a chance to hear his songs in a more intimate presentation. Um, you know, he's obviously a really wonderful lyricist, and there's a, certainly an intimacy to his songwriting that, you know, while it definitely is is present in Death Cab for Cutie, you can kind of appreciate a little bit more, uh, or, or at least in a different way, in kind of the solo format. I remember his, like, Storytellers episode, yes. 2 VH1, which oh, was man. quite so good. good. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. So, you know, if you kind of... Seek that episode out, and you'll kind of get a sense of what the show will be like. Now, February, we know how it gets in February in the city of Milwaukee. It can get downright chilly. But there are some pretty hot tickets in the month of February as we look ahead for our winter concert preview as well. I want to start off with Joseph. If you're not familiar with the Sisters Joseph, they're going to be here February 15th at Turner Hall Ballroom. I'm going to dare say this new album they've put out as their strongest release yet. Um, they're just There's something magical about siblings singing together. There's something about the harmonization of siblings that I've experienced in a live show that's just a little bit better than non-siblings singing together. And I can't quite exactly explain it. It's just a it's a feeling, Piet, that I get. Yeah, they're really they're really good. And Turner Hall is a is a good place to see them. Again, a kind of a group that probably will continue to keep getting bigger and, and play bigger rooms. So uh, it's a good chance to see them there. Um you've got a couple days later, that's February 15th at Turner Hall Ballroom, but a couple days later at the same venue, February 18th. 
You've got Trixie Mattel. Here's another show with kind of a Milwaukee tie to it. Absolutely. Uh, Trixie Mattel uh, is is known for uh, winning uh, Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, uh, I think in 2018. That feels right. Um, you know, was also on the show in 2015. Uh, probably, arguably, the most successful contestant from the RuPaul you know, TV empire to have Absolutely. emerged. I would say also, when you're talking about the Milwaukee drag scene, hands down, the biggest export out of the city's scene. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So uh, Mattel is, is performed by uh, Brian Furcus, who uh, was born in, in Silver Cliff, Wisconsin, which is a very small town. Um, you know, and then, in, in you know, while attending the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, that's kind of where the Trixie Mattel yes. Persona kind of came to life, and Trixie Mattel is, is definitely different too. I mean, uh, very kind of dry, like kind of shock humor, but presented for kind of dry, like you know, like oh, I don't, I don't know better kind right. of presentation. Uh, it's it's it can be really funny, but very very dark. And became uh, famous with that country album that yes, he released. That's the other thing that also <laughs> makes Trixie Mattel so interesting is uh, Trixie Mattel uh, has country music, and it's really good country music. It's it's Casey Musgraves endorsed yes. country music. Yes, yes. Um, so you know, it's not. I mean, yes, of course, it's kind of a gimmick, I guess, but. Uh, it's good. I mean, whether whether it's performed by you know a drag queen or or not, it's good country it's good. songs. Now the next day, February nineteenth at the Riverside Theater, this is an interesting show that I know he's done this in many cities before. But Ben Folds brings a one night only performance with the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra to the Riverside Theater. This is something I've wanted to see happen here for years because mm-hmm. I, I think he started doing this like over a decade ago. Yes, and. Um, the the clips I've seen of his uh, symphony presentations have always been really wonderful. Ben Folds is a, a really fantastic songwriter, and you know I what I love about him is how he can really go from this very kind of cheeky, funny sort of you know songwriting style to some some really kind of epic, emotional, intimate songs. Yes. I mean, it's just it's quite a discography, and to present it in this way where it's him on the piano and the symphony supporting it is is a really rich experience, a really rich interpretation of his songs. So I've been wanting this to happen with the MSO for ages, and it finally is. So really glad that it is on February 19th. Celebrating 20 years, Dashboard Confessional is back in Milwaukee. They're going to be performing at the Rave with the Get Up Kids. This is going to be a show, I mean, I think dads like me are going to be very excited to get back together, lace up the all-stars, get out, get a cheap beer in your hand, and enjoy the music of Dashboard Confessional and the Get Up Kids. Yes, featuring another Milwaukee tie here. We got Scott Schoenbeck, who's uh, been the longtime bassist for Dashboard. Yep. I don't know, he's been with that band for almost the whole 20 years, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, a really long time. The, the longest, uh, second longest member, I suppose, uh, behind uh, Chris Carba. But, uh, you know, this is a band, too, that their influence kind of continues. because Because emo music kind of continues in a way. It's, it's manifested now kind of in, in hip-hop in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dashboard Confessional is definitely an influential group for this new generation. So I think that'll be a cool show where, you, yeah, I think you'll see dads there. Yes. But you're also going to probably see a lot of kids there, kids that appreciate um, the music that they listen to uh, and are kind of paying respect to uh, the forefathers, essentially, and are fans of this group themselves. We should also do one more shout-out for February, though. There is Pfizer Forum will be kind of quiet. Yes. Um, you know, in December and in January right now, there's not really anything kind of announced yet. Uh, there's been a couple little things. But there is one big show, one big hip-hop show, A Chance to Rapper, February 24th. Yeah, you want to talk about emotional hip-hop here. Uh, yeah. Someone who works with Ben Gibbard on his songs, Chance the Rapper, yeah. is going to be uh, back in Milwaukee. This show was moved from what was supposed to be October of 2019. It's been moved to February of 2020. Because Chance had a baby, yeah. and I couldn't think of a more admirable reason to push your tour back than to stay home with uh, your kids 
Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, too. I, I thought it was cool that he did that. You know, when his album came out, there was obviously a lot of hype behind the album. Yes. And it's a it's a it's a good album. It's it's I think it's a little long. I think there's parts that are stronger sure. than other parts. You know, it was interesting because when it came out, he kind of, you know, he's been like on this pedestal for a while. A while. And uh when it came out, there was backlash, mm-hmm. which was kind of like the first time he faced backlash. Yes. You could see on social media he was getting a little like <laughs> a little tense about it, you know, because he's not used to that. He's not no. used to criticism because uh, people always were like just praising Chance the Rapper. Um, so he, he definitely kind of seemed to kind of have this kind of, you know, tough reaction to yeah. this. Um, so it is kind of cool that he he recognized, you know, let's hit the pause button. You know, he kind of put that aside, focused yep. on the family, kind of got rid of any sort of the, the negative doubts. I think that makes a lot of sense. He's kind of touring now with a little bit removed from the, the, the extreme hype and expectations around it. Yep. And now he can just kind of perform the music and focus on the music after giving some time to focus on his family. So that's our picks for the winter. But of course, it's mid-November here in the city of Milwaukee. So we're sure that more concerts will be announced and great tours will start to find their way into the city of Milwaukee as the weather warms up. But we remind you, if you want to stay tuned on what's happening, RadioMilwaukee.org, our events place, is a great resource for you to find out what other concerts are going on in the city of Milwaukee. Yeah, or go to jsonline.com music. This is Tapped In, produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. If you don't subscribe to this podcast, click subscribe, like us, share us, make sure that you are with us every single time that we release a new episode every Thursday here on 88.9. This is Jordan signing off for Tapped In. Pia, I'll see you next time. See you next time.